I can't time manage 25 hours into like a day. There's the, no amount of management is going to do that. Welcome to Make Before Break, a podcast about doing meaningful work. My name is Frank, iOS developer extraordinaire, and I'm joined by... Well, I'm Angelo, and I am not an iOS developer extraordinaire, but I do like to tinker and uh, sometimes get things right. What's on your mind today, Frank? Um, well, we made it through the holidays, yep. so that's nice. Yeah, that was, um, it is the 27th of December. And uh, I have candy in my mouth because that was what I got for Christmas. <laughs> hey! I got a bunch of, like, children's clothes for the kid, not for me. Well, you know. Um, yeah, I, I actually can't come up with a joke because it's been a long week and I am tired. I'm I'm really tired. But, uh Yay. So, you know, happy holidays to everyone that's listening. I hope you are all getting ready for a brand new year. Got 2020 coming up. Um, And that's what I guess we're going to talk about today is just uh, preparing for a new year. Exactly. Like preparing for a new year. How do you, you know, set your goals and how do you kind of set yourself up for success in 2020? How do you define success even is, I think, something to think about before you uh, you, you tackle this. But yeah, all, all really important stuff. Um, uh, we talked last week about doing a retrospective on your year. And I think that that kind of exercise feeds really nicely into you know, going into a new year because it gives you, it forces you to sort of reflect on how things went and the natural follow-up to, you know, thinking about how things went is like, well, how would I like it to go this year? You know, what would I like to improve? What would I like to stop doing or start doing or continue doing? So, uh, yeah, yeah. So what are you, what are you thinking, Frank? Yeah, I like, I like this process because, like so often it feels that it feels like we're getting like just like pulled through life right and kind of like just things happen to us and we don't really feel in control so life is happening at me exactly so it's nice you know to kind of like during this time off to you know step back take stock of the year that came before and kind of you know set things up and put and you know start off on the right foot for the next year Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm and um, have you done your retrospective yet for 2019 or 2019? I'm I'm a little bit more than halfway through. Right on. So I'm so like it, it's coming along nicely. I'm happy with what I'm seeing, which is actually not what I expected. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like this year felt very. Um, this year felt really weird, but. Uh, you know, like looking back at the actual data, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's actually like not not that bad. And I had like a bunch of firsts, so I'm happy about that. I kind of like sit. I feel like I'm feel like this is like launching me on the right path. Nice. Um, what about you? 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't started my retro yet because there are still like four days left in the year. So, you know. <clears throat> you really want to capture the whole I, I, year. I want to be right? sure. I don't want to, you know, what if something just completely life-changing happens on the 30th? You know, that would, I, I would feel terrible if I missed that. No, I'm, that's not true. I plan on starting it. Um, it's, it's Friday as we record. I plan on starting work on that this weekend. I'm going to put a couple of hours into it. Um, and I like, when I hear myself say that, I think to myself, oh man, like that's time that I could spend doing all kinds of other things, except that then I'm going to feel like I haven't prepared adequately you know and and then i'm just kind of like stumbling into a a new year and that just doesn't seem well it it makes the the couple of hours that i spend doing a retro worthwhile and then there you go yeah yeah and then you know once that's done it's you know it's great to reflect on what you've done and then start thinking about what you want to do for the the next year um so how do you approach like what's your 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 take on on like I don't know setting goals or even defining what you want to improve on in in the in the next year? There's one thing you said earlier about like how do you even define success? Mm-hmm. And that I think is interesting to touch on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because like yeah, how do you define success, right? How do you know if, you know, like the past year went well or not or like how do you know if you know the next year is going to be like up to your expectations yeah right right and to me i find success to me success is like having control over like your own destiny you know that's big yeah (laughs) whoa (laughs) yeah things got deep but for real, like I feel like when you feel in control and when you feel in the driver's seat, when you have, you know, that mm-hmm. agency to like improve your life and kind of move things in the way that, you know, you like in the way that you want, you know, like when you become sure. like yeah. that better person, like that better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like like to me, that is success. I um, so I have thoughts about that. I think that. Shoot. um Certainly, like, trying to um, bring more control of, you know, um, your day-to-day and just kind of, like, uh, your your destiny is is very important. Um, you know, because it, it just generally, I, I think, well, I, I don't want to say this is a universal truth, but I feel like having agency over your own life is, is something that feels good you know mm-hmm. um uh being able to f- put your time and attention and your energy towards things that are meaningful to you right which is like that thing that we keep coming back to that's really important um but uh life will still throw you curveballs and um you know happen at you so i think that uh developing more control it has to go hand in hand with also um, developing some kind of acceptance for the things that you can't do anything about, if that makes sense, you know, some kind of um, 
ability to let go of things that you might otherwise um, find are blocking you from moving forward because you're, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's nothing you can do about it. And yet um, you spend all these cycles, um, all this, you know, bandwidth on trying to, um, to deal with them in some way. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to, I think like part of it is also like developing this resiliency to the things that life throws at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely resiliency is part of it, you know, Um, having a little bit of a cushion, you know, uh, in time or whatever helps for that. But there's also just, you know, um, sometimes something's going to happen that there's just no way around it. And are you going to let that completely derail you, you know, Um, like emotionally speaking or, or whatever is... It's almost something that um, I think we don't touch on enough in in talking about things like productivity and and getting things done and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess like the whole idea of margin yeah, and kind sure. of like building that in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. So, like, moving along, one of the things that I've seen more and more on the internet is people, like, instead of setting, like, resolutions, mm-hmm. instead they'll uh, come up with, like, a yearly theme. You know, like, a word okay. that kind of describes uh, the, 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 the theme for their year. You know, yeah, like, I've kind, seen this. Kind of like the overarching sort of concept that they want to like move forward with. Okay, is that something and, that like for looking forward or like more of a looking back? I would say that the theme of the last year was X. Well, I think you can do it both ways. Okay, fair enough. It, I mean, it's interesting to look back and and you know think like, okay, what was really the defining theme of you know my last year? Sure. And then you can look forward and, you know, try and have a little more, I guess, like agency on your life and and say like, oh, I want like the next year to be about X. So what would you say was the theme for you last year? If you can say. Um, I feel like my theme, like if I had to pick a word, it would probably be transition. Okay. Because like many things changed last year (laughs) yeah that's very true (laughs) so like i mean like we just talked about it like obviously had a kid but also like first conference talk right that was really big for me that's huge um i delivered my first professional workshop right first online sale from someone who i didn't know yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. That was <laughs> that was a pretty incredible moment. Yeah, definitely. And and I mean, what else? Like, I found a backpack that I finally like. Like, that's an <laughs> incredible. You transition from one backup backpack to uh, another backpack. You know, exactly. It's all transitions. We are going to have to talk about that backpack. One yeah, day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We've been like moving it along in the show notes, but it, it'll it'll come back. We'll get back to it, right, dear listener? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, transition does sound definitely like. Um, I, I'm sure that somebody could say like, well, um, uh, transition is kind of like always a theme in in life, but uh, from the from what you've described, it, it really does seem like the biggest part of what's been going on for you this past year. Um, and it feels well, like, for me, thinking about it, and I haven't really given much thought to this, so I'm going to just talk it out. Um, I can't say that I've... I've um, uh, I can easily pin down a single theme, but if I think back to what this year has been about... It's been about sort of, um, what's a good word for it? Um, like culling, I guess, in a way. Um, I have had a lot of things that I've been, you know, um, a lot of plates spinning. Uh, mm-hmm. And as the year is coming to a close, I, I've noticed that over the, over the course of the year, um, I've been sort of, selectively choosing uh the things that i'm going to just drop and say like no this is not really important anymore and i don't want to do that anymore so it's yeah maybe a, like a focusing is is a better word than um than culling cuz that just sounds a little bit vicious <laughs> yeah. so yeah yeah i think um you you slaughtered those uh yeah <laughs> those that's e- it. extraneous iphone apps yeah exactly so yeah i think that's really what it uh, uh what it would be is just kind of um focusing down um which feels good i don't know that it's um ever something that finishes maybe i don't know but but that's okay and what about next year what's your your word or theme or whatever for 2020 oh my god 2020 2020 is the year of discipline Uh, i feel like more so than ever before like my like i really feel like i need to like reel in my lizard brain and i think and like just deliver more I think I touched on this. I th- I touched upon this a bit on 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 the last episode, but I feel like I worked right. really really hard this year, and I don't have as much to show for it as I want. Sure. For example, let me l- yeah. Let me give you yeah. a good example. Okay, the number of articles that I have in draft form right now is in the double digits. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I've poured like I've poured. Uh, a significant amount of time into, you know, like writing and research, but like they've just never seen the light of day. Right. So I feel like, you know, this honing in to like the small things that I need to do every day in order to ship and kind of like build on this momentum that I've created. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in 2019 is going to be like what's important for 2020 yeah that makes sense that makes sense i 
what about you? Do you have any thoughts on any potential things uh, for next year? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I um, similarly want to like be more disciplined. And I think that's kind of what the, the idea of focusing down in the past year has been, you know, mm. in, in sort of um, it's so easy to get caught up in a new project and it's so hard to like keep chugging along on the old ones. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I'm very easily distracted by shiny things. Um, so I know that my doubling down on that kind of focus so in a similar vein like developing more discipline for um sticking to the the two or three things that i really want to work on you know are are the uh the gonna be the theme of of the year for me um if we want to call it that um it's kind of you know like this kind of makes me feel like i'm coming to that transition between 2019 and 2020 and i'm i'm asking myself sort of a like let me do a mad lib of filling in the blank where it's like up until now i've generally been feeling fill in the blank and then going forward i want to feel fill in the blank you know so up until now i've generally been feeling maybe a little bit distracted and uh, going forward, I want to feel more uh, focused. Uh, is is I mean, it, when I say it out loud, it sounds like a bit of a platitude and kind of like an, a very obvious thing, you know? Not a platitude, you know what I mean? Just it, like it, it feels very obvious. Like, yeah, I mean, so does everyone else on the planet. Um, but that's not where the work is, right? Like, yeah, and it, it it's one of those things, like you know. I want to like, you know, get into shape in the new year or whatever. Like, of course, everyone wants to get into shape. You know? I've everyone actually decided wants to be less distracted. I've, I've decided I'm going to get less in shape this year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. But I mean, these are things that have like, you know, a genuinely like large impact on our lives. So it's it's normal f- for it to seem like a platitude. Yeah, it's sure. A pla- it's a platypus, you know? Like yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think, like, you know, that's where asking yourself some hard questions about what you're working on is, is going to help, you know? So uh, as far as the goals that I'm focusing on the reason i'm focusing on them is because i've asked myself things like why is this important to me you know um if it's if it's not a new goal like how long have i been working on this how how has it been going so far you know Mm -hmm. what do i enjoy about this thing what creates stress for me when i do this thing um am i do i have the resources to do this or mm-hmm. is it like uh, being done by sacrificing something else? You know, uh, important question. And, you know, once you've got that uh, in place, like, 
then you have to start asking yourself even deeper questions, you know, like, do I actually believe these motivations that I'm telling myself, you know, right. Things like that. Um, uh, do I feel like something might be missing from this list or, um, you know, if so, can I identify what's missing? Do I really need that in my life? You know, what, what are, if I want it in my life, it's, because I can identify some positive things. So what are the negative things that are going to come with it as well? You know, just this introspection that we've talked about several times on um, why does this matter to you? Why is this so important? Why do you care? You know, Um, and if you can't answer those questions. There you go. I think I think you hit the nail on the head with that first question. You know, like why? Like, is this still important to me? Yeah. But how do you answer that for, you know, um, let's say like doing this podcast. Is this still important to me? Well, yes, it is. Um, how does it fit in? Right. With everything else, you know? So, for example... I'm mainly here because I just like talking to Frank. There you go. And it's uh, it's a good check-in. Yeah. Thank you for keeping me honest, Angelo. You bet. <laughs> so when we define like these goals and stuff, like how do we make sure that they actually get done? Yeah. You know, like that I think is an interesting question. Yeah. Um, there's this kind of transition from like when you're doing when you're setting these goals right you're you're thinking very strategically or or at least that's the mm-hmm. i think the the intention you know like here are things that I want to do here is why I want to do these things here are the here's how this fits in with my identity with my my um larger plan for uh world domination whatever you know um and that's great as a strategy but that doesn't do the operational planning that has to happen afterwards right and that's that's the hard part um what do you think uh what do you like to do for that yeah i i kind of feel the same way where like you know like these lofty like it's great to have like big goals but sometimes they can feel unattainable or like maybe just like not concrete enough you know um and we talked about this last year but one of the things that i like to do is try and and think of these goals in terms of you know habits and systems so for example like what type of system can you put into place to ensure that you know by the end of the year you're happy with what you've achieved yeah and maybe another way to frame that question um is to ask yourself, you know, like what type of person would achieve this goal? You know what I mean? Yeah, that that kind of um goes to the when we were talking about the um James Clear book, Habits, right? He mm-hmm. talks about like you have to tie this into the identity. Uh absolutely. You know? And and you hear this when we're um discussing things like um 
quitting smoking or uh, going to the gym or whatever. It's like you stop saying like uh, you you stop identifying as a smoker and instead identify as a non-smoker. So what would a non-smoker do? For for example, you know, of course, quitting smoking is very difficult. Getting yourself you know in shape is not a like a simple thing. It's not a, a binary toggle of like I'm I'm out of shape now I'm in shape, but it's a process. Nonetheless, uh, part of that process is learning to uh, look at your decisions and your actions and whatever as the person you want to be. Fake it until you right. make it, kind of. Yeah, it's you. You kind of like color it through a different lens. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting is that like we try to apply a lot of like methodologies you know, to this, like getting things mm-hmm. done, like uh, KonMari, like whatever, right? <laughs> and uh, I sometimes wonder, and like I don't really have some grand point here, but I sometimes wonder, like, are there certain people that uh, for which methodology works because they're just naturally methodical? Or, you know, can anybody do this? Um, you know, like, I'm, I'm not really sure about that. But it's um, maybe something we can talk about sometime. I do like the idea of um, identifying as I am going to be the person that does this, you know? Or that's, you know, um, the the driver for your, your actions. Right, because... Say, for example, if you want to write a blog post a week, you know, crazy, (laughs) crazy thought. So, like, what would a writer do? Like, how would a writer achieve that goal? Mm -hmm. You know, and then that I feel like so many things kind of like spill out of that. You know, you're going to I mean, well, first of all, you need to write. Yeah. Um, If you're going to write, you need ideas. And you're going to have to start thinking about, okay, well, you know, how do I, how do I capture those ideas? How do I make space in order to be creative? Yeah, absolutely. You know, these, and like, these are all concerns that kind of bubble up when you try and, and look at these goals through the lens of, you know, the person who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, like it's inputs and outputs, you know, um, in, in a sense, uh, and if you want to be a writer, like a good writer, you have to be a reader first, I guess. Right. Like, um, mm-hmm. uh, Austin Cleon recently wrote a, a little blog post. Um, I don't know how recent it was actually. I'm a little bit behind on my RSS feeds, <laughs> but you know, was saying that, uh, for what in his experience like for every uh you know hour of output that you generate you should probably need to spend about two to three times that on inputs so like reading two to three hours to write for one hour kind of thing i'm 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 oversimplifying but um uh then there's the question of like okay great so i have to read what am i going to read you want to read something that's like high quality. So you got to search that, down, you know, chase that down. And, and um, it, it feels like it never ends, but at least it gets you moving in the right direction. You, mm-hmm. know? you were saying, uh, 
about setting a goal. Uh, there's methodologies like SMART goals, right? SMART being an acronym for um, for for what is it? Uh, specific, measurable. Are you looking it up? Attainable, relevant, and time based or time bound, something like that. You got it. Yeah. So making a goal specific isn't the hard part. You know, you just have to like narrow down that sentence, make it like an action um, sentence or whatever Mm -hmm. the the uh, the grammar term is for it. Um, Measurable can be kind of hard, but not always, right? If I decide um, I want to take a trip to Europe this year with my wife, right? Measuring that is pretty easy. Either I did or I didn't. Um, But something like I want to develop more leadership skills, for example, that's a lot harder to measure. What does that mean? Um, Attainable is... That's a a tough one. I I think that either you throw yourself a softball or make it way too hard. I, I don't know. Um, I feel like we we tend to make our goals a little too hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that can feel kind of um, discouraging after a while, you know? Time bound, okay, fine. But relevant, relevant is the one, I think. Um, That's the one that's tripped me up the most. So... As I said, I can be easily distracted and jump onto all kinds of interesting little projects. But mm-hmm. um, are they relevant to the person I want to be, or the you know the kind of person that I'm 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 aiming to become, or like you know what I mean to that identity that I'm trying to like right to 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 foster. So that's the hard part. Absolutely, like often. I feel like we often, you know, kind of like set goals that like were relevant to some past mm-hmm. version of ourselves mm-hmm. or maybe relevant to others or how others perceive us, but not, right. but it's not what we really want. Yeah. So yeah, that's, it's, it's important to keep in mind. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. For sure. Um, and that's why I was talking about doing the. Uh, asking the questions of like, why is this important to me? Do I actually believe what I'm telling myself, you know, when it comes down to this stuff? Because you, you know, uh, as you said, sometimes it's just like, it just feels like what I should be doing without digging deeper into the whys and wherefores. Um, There's a five whys system, which you've probably heard of. Right, where you say, uh, "This is the thing. This is the problem," uh, and then you, you know you ask, "Why is this a problem?" and come up with an answer. And you, by the time you get to the fifth why, it should get you pretty close to the you know the 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 root cause. It's a form of root cause analysis in uh, in quality engineering. But um, yeah, so that that's something. Um, that you can always, if you're not sure what your motivations are for a certain project or goal, that's something you can try. I even made a, a little glitch app for that called 5YBot. I'm I'm not surprised. Of course I have. 
<laughs> of course you have. I'll I'll, I'll link it in the show link notes. in the show notes. But yeah, um, I think that stuff is pretty important. Um, beyond that, then it's just, I guess, doing the work. And that's you know, it's easy to set lofty goals. It's the hard part is you know, the day to day stuff. Yeah. So I I feel like when you're when you're trying to come up with a system, you're you're better off making things easy. You know, getting it even making it so easy that you can't say no. Say for example, sure. if going with the example of you know writing every day, maybe it's you know writing two sentences every day. Sure. And most days you'll probably end up doing more, but at least like it helps you build momentum on days where you don't feel like writing but you know you can still you can probably still fit that in and yep i think what's most important is that it kind of reinforces this this identity right but you're a writer i mean cuz you're writing every day yeah um i think that's certainly like a pretty important um I also think we tend to uh, overestimate how much energy we have for this stuff a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Um, and then, you know, go at it, you know, hit the ground running, go full force and then run out of steam really quickly because, hey, I didn't build any slack time into this. You know, as, as we were talking about before, having some some margin, some, some room to breathe. Um, so that's another part of why i like to ask all these questions about like hey is am, am i do i have balance in these goals that i'm setting am i does does it go between like challenging me and comforting me like do i have you know uh time spent working towards a goal and time spent with just you know friends and family um because that's going to be a problem <laughs> if you if you think that you can you know let's say work a day job and have a side hustle and you know tackle um two or three hobbies and maybe work on an open source project and maybe and you know like uh train for an iron man try yeah exactly and also oh yeah i i have uh my my relationship and uh, my family and and all that stuff to also be on top of well it's cool that you want to do all this stuff it's really cool you know but slow your roll you know <laughs> <laughs> like um if what's most important to you yeah because i mean we only have a set amount of hours in a day right i can't time manage 25 hours into like a day there's the, no amount of management is going to do that. If we already feel really busy, then, you know, adding more stuff in the form of goals, like it's not going to fit, right? Something is going to drop. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, you, you have to decide what that sacrifice is going to be, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Which and it, you're, better, you're better off doing it on the front end than, you know, yeah. finding yourself in the thick of it and then having to drop things that, that you don't want to drop yeah absolutely um absolutely or i mean it it always feels a little crappy to come to the realization that like wait the, i i totally thought i was this person and i'm really not 
you know, mm. I'm really not. Um, that I, I don't mean to say like, and therefore don't try new things. That's, <laughs> that's terrible. You should absolutely try new things, you know, um, and try and push your comfort zone out a little bit, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's help healthy to do that. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, to whatever degree you you feel comfortable with but um it can be supremely discouraging to do that and then uh <laughs> just like I've done in the past fail miserably and be like wow okay um I'm just going to go hide under the bed for the rest of the year <laughs> I'll see you in January oh man any other thoughts on uh goals systems themes that pretty much wraps it up for me i'm just like super excited for the new year i can't wait to like dive in and see what comes of it all yeah same here um any do you want to tease out any projects you might be working on or have you gotten that far in your planning uh yes nothing i want to talk about right like just now but definitely there's going to be a lot more writing hey it turns out that you know the whole writing example it's one of my goals i now understand why it was so well thought out there you go yeah yeah um yeah i'm similarly i'm 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 working on a couple of little things that hopefully will build up to a big thing uh but We'll see. I'm not ready to talk about it just yet. Not just yet. Um, so, yeah, let's wrap this up then. All right, Angelo. Right on. So uh, where, can, where can people find you, Frank? You can find me on Twitter, at Frankacy, though I've deleted Twitter from my phone. So Oh, dear. <laughs> we can talk about that next time. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that next time. I think that's 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 a thing. Um, and you can, uh, you can check out what I'm up to at angelostavro.com. Um, that's everything. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you, Frank, in the new Next year. year. Oh yeah. Next decade. Oh God. I'm making those jokes. All right. Take care, everyone. Peace out, super friends. You've been listening to Make Before Break, a podcast about the struggle in doing meaningful work. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you left a review on iTunes. We don't do ads, so if you'd like to help offset our production costs, you can buy us a coffee. Links are in this episode's show notes. Visit us on the web at makebeforebreak.com, follow us on Twitter at makebeforebreak, or send an email to hello at makebeforebreak.com. Make